introduction part one of the best church hymns by lewis f benson this librivox recording is in the public domain introduction part one what are the best hymns much of what is written upon the character and quality of our hymns fails either to enlighten or convince and this is because the writer or it may be the reader does not clearly distinguish the two points of view from which hymns may be regarded for hymnody is at once a branch of literature and a branch of liturgics and the characteristics of a hymn are not the same in the two departments in literature for example both coleridge and shelley are looked upon as skilled in the right use of english words and the one published a hymn before sunrise in the vale of chamonix and the other a hymn to intellectual beauty yet from the liturgical point of view these pieces are not in any sense to be recognized as hymns again a piece of verse properly spoken of from a liturgical point of view as a good hymn may seem to a mere literary critic quite unworthy of any such distinction the methods and ends of poetic literature are one thing and the uses of god's house are another and while they do not necessarily conflict they do establish different scales of excellence and they do demand differing criteria of judgment unless we are to have confusion one or the other point of view should be distinctly chosen and then persistently maintained the title of this book suggests that we are dealing now with hymns for church use and that among such hymns we are seeking the best but the mere announcement of that point of view is not enough it must be adhered to and just here it is that confusion so often creeps in someone starts out to test the quality of church hymns and then at once proceeds to test them not by a study of the actual experience of the church in their use but by applying to them his personal opinions and judgment of what a good hymn ought to be he is followed by other critics each with the same aim and method but with differing judgments and each one discovers the hymns that are best in his opinion out of it all comes confusion and no standard is established but the fluctuating one of personal preference and now when an interest in hymns is so widely felt is a good time to insist that the quality of a church hymn cannot be determined in that way the hymn is the people's share in god's praise and is intended for congregational use it can be tested only by the results of actual use in the worship of the church and to propose any other test such as the opinions of critics is again to confound literature with liturgics in the case of an untried hymn no man can say that it will prove to be a good hymn in the case of hymns that have been fully offered to the church and set before her to sing and yet have failed to attain any real position in her hymnody that result may be said to mark the end of their career as hymns such hymns have been actually tried by the only competent tribunal have for some reason or other possibly for none that is quite apparent been found wanting here and there a hymn-book editor with a happy knack may light upon one of them which he thinks has not had a fair trial and he may even start it upon a new career mated to some tune that shall help it at last to win its way to the hearts of god's worshippers but this is not to change the tribunal which decides the ultimate fate of all hymns it is only to gain a new hearing before that same tribunal in the specific case 
and from the decision of that tribunal there is no appeal in the matter of hymns a good hymn is one that commends itself to the church voices the religious feeling of the worshippers and stands the test of congregational use and just because god's people in all the different branches of the church make but one larger congregation with common needs and feelings therefore the only hymns we are entitled to call the best church hymns are those which commend themselves to this larger congregation and have come into actual use over the widest area and by consent of the largest number of christians in the different churches a so-called gospel hymn which has temporary vogue in certain quarters but which the great bodies of christians reject from their worship is not one of the best hymns a wooden translation from the latin dear to the advanced section of the anglican church is not one of the best hymns neither are our own personal favourites necessarily entitled to that distinction which only the church at large can confer if then the church alone decides which hymns are the best and her decision is necessarily final what remains to us is the simple finding of the individual hymns which as a matter of fact have won widest approval and largest use it would be interesting in several ways if we could pick them out of the mass if we could get before us a group of hymns which according to our definition are beyond doubt the best church hymns the only practicable way of doing this is by the study of the hymn books in present use in the churches these books in the case of each denomination are the last of a series which have been successively used there they have grown up by a slow process of dealing with hymns by way of selection and addition they contain all the hymns now actually sung in their worship by taking the whole number of these hymn-books then we have the entire body of hymns in actual use in the church worship of english-speaking christians and by collating their contents we could determine what hymns are common to a smaller or greater number of books giving to each book one vote the number of books in which a given hymn is found would determine the status of that hymn in the whole english-speaking church and we should finally arrive at a group of hymns which being found in the widest actual use are properly called the best church hymns this collation however fascinating is a painful task fortunately it has been largely done for us already one dr robert ellis thompson has made such a collation of thirty representative hymn-books of the different bodies of christians in the united states certifying which hymns have received the votes of the seven chief churches of american protestantism these hymns one hundred and fifty-four in number are our american candidates for the distinction of being the best hymns two mr king has done a light work for the anglican church collating fifty-two collections chosen as representative of the hymn-books used in that church and its branches in scotland ireland and the colonies his list of hymns as representing at once the english and the liturgical points of view may be set against dr thompson's it will then appear that out of dr thompson's one hundred and fifty-four hymns forty-eight are not found in mr king's list reducing the number of our candidates to one hundred and six three 
these two collations i have supplemented by a third covering one recent church of england collection twelve representative books used in the church of scotland and in the nonconformist churches of england scotland and canada and twelve important american books published most of them since the date of dr thompson's list the whole number of books collated is thus brought up to one hundred and seven as we are seeking the hymns in widest use only we may take eighty per cent as the proportion of books in which a given hymn must occur to attain the first rank and we then find no less than thirty-two of our one hundred and six hymns fulfilling that requirement in view of the diversities of creed ritual and taste represented in these hymn-books this is a remarkable result it seems not unreasonable or unsafe to say that at the present time we may call these thirty-two the best church hymns the following list gives their first lines and the number of votes for each one rock of ages cleft for me a hundred and six two when i survey the wondrous cross a hundred and four three jesus lover of my soul a hundred and four four all praise to thee my god this night a hundred and three five jesus i my cross have taken one hundred and three six son of my soul thou saviour dear a hundred and three seven awake my soul and with the sun one hundred and one eight hark the herald angels sing one hundred and one nine abide with me fast falls the eventide one hundred and one ten jerusalem my happy home one hundred and one eleven how sweet the name of jesus sounds one hundred and one twelve nearer my god to thee one hundred thirteen from greenland's icy mountains one hundred fourteen our god our help in ages past one hundred fifteen jerusalem the golden ninety nine sixteen lo he comes with clouds descending ninety four seventeen jesus shall reign where'er the sun ninety four eighteen glorious things of thee are spoken ninety three nineteen hark the glad sound the saviour comes ninety two twenty come let us join our cheerful songs ninety two twenty one all hail the power of jesus name ninety two twenty two hail to the lord's anointed ninety one twenty three o worship the king ninety one twenty four christ the lord is risen to-day ninety twenty five guide me o thou great jehovah ninety twenty six just as i am without one plea ninety twenty seven god moves in a mysterious way ninety twenty eight jesus the very thought of thee eighty nine twenty nine children of the heavenly king eighty seven thirty there is a land of pure delight eighty seven thirty one thou whose almighty word eighty six thirty two brief life is here our portion eighty six we may read this list with much satisfaction with a new confidence also in the tribunal which gave such a decision time will work changes in this list but it seems likely that they will be by way of addition rather than of subtraction heber's holy 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 lord god almighty and newman's lead kindly light for instance will apparently very soon range with these others but of the thirty-two few indeed seem likely to be superseded in our time none could now be spared a competent editor of a hymn-book for church use at the present time would hesitate before omitting any one of them 
they are indeed the best church hymns and now that we have them clearly before us two uses of this list suggest themselves one a duty is suggested to those who are concerned in the conduct of public worship the leader of public worship has few responsibilities greater than the choice of hymns to be sung the influence of familiar hymns is very great and these certainly would seem to be the hymns that should become familiar by a reasonably frequent use two an opportunity is suggested to those who are interested in the religious training of children how could more be done for the spiritual enrichment of a child than by storing its memory with the best hymns if the good old custom of memorizing hymns has fallen into obeyance it may have been from the embarrassment of riches the discouraging length of the list of available hymns but here is a short list of the best only presenting a task not too great for the average scholar making frequent review possible and offering a treasure which will grow only the greater as life lengthens out and until its close it is not surely a thought to be lightly passed over as mr ellerton has said it is not without a lesson of deep significance for us all that our divine master sustained his spirit upon his awful deathbed not with any new utterance of devotion not with aspirations come fresh from the lips of him who spake as never man spake but with the familiar words of his church's psalmody the broken fragments of the hymnal of his childhood it will be of interest also to examine the hymns included in our list so as to gain an impression of what the qualities are which make up the standard of a hymn that the church approves and loves to use end of introduction part one